Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, Feb 20. Today, is this the end for Taron Thomas' AFL career? Another chapter added to the Book of England excuses, an update on the equestrian uproar over an Olympian's mankini costume, and a list of things more entertaining than the NBA's All-Star Game. Let's rip in. Good evening. North Melbourne's Taryn Thomas is facing almost a year on the sidelines following allegations of inappropriate behaviour. The AFL Commission has determined Thomas will receive an 18-week suspension. All that's left is for Thomas and his management to be formally notified. Plus North Melbourne, this hasn't happened yet. Now, Thomas has not been at the club since mid-January as these allegations were investigated. The lead story on Channel 9 News in Melbourne last night, Tom Morris breaking the story that the AFL is set to slap North Melbourne's Taryn Thomas with a potentially season and career-ending 18-match ban over fresh allegations of inappropriate behaviour towards women. Yesterday, we spoke about how the pre-season gives players like Clayton Oliver enough time to redeem themselves from off-field troubles. While the Demon star took a step toward resurrecting his career on the weekend, Thomas has done the opposite. I mean, 12 months ago, when the Kangaroos stood their star down twice for similar allegations, we were talking about the same thing. Is his career over? With an 18-game suspension looming for this latest AFL investigation, it seems the lesson hasn't been learnt. The 23-year-old is out of contract at season's end anyway, and with North's young list overflowing with promising teenage midfielders, they actually don't need him. At his best, he has obvious talent, but he has consistently proven to be too big of a risk to have on a club's list. And straight to the fielder. He doesn't drop anything. Yes, it's with Jaiswal. The hero with the bat has taken the final catch. And Jadija has got a fifer. And it turns out to be India's biggest ever win by runs ever. Sunday, February 18, 2024. Mark that date down as the official death of Basball, the ill-defined cricket revolution that swept England and they thought the world, except Australia and most definitively India. A 434-run win, you cannot get more comprehensive than that. I'm not according to the English team. Move along, nothing to see here. After claiming the moral ashes due to the Bearstow stumping and rain in Manchester, Ben Stokes is at it again. The England captain wants to get rid of the umpire's call element of the decision review system. Opener Zach Crawley was given out by the umpire, but on review showed the ball missing the stumps. The umpire's call still stood, though. I think you just want some kind of level playing field, I guess. You know, I think the umpires have an incredibly hard job as it is, especially out in India when the ball's spinning and bouncing, sometimes not. My personal opinion is that if the ball's hitting the stumps, the ball's hitting the stumps. You know, I think that should take away uh, umpire's call, if I'm being perfectly honest. And while that call didn't go England's way, a loss of that magnitude can't be blamed on that one dismissal. How about Joe Root's crazy decision to reverse scoop the ball on day three? And while that's been slammed by former England captains and players, Stokes reckons their aggressive at all costs style won't change. No, not at all. Our batting lineup is full of, obviously, international class players. You know, we give them the, the freedom to go out there and, and play what's in front of them. Trailing 2-1, there are two tests left in India for Basball to be revived. 
Finally, some good news to deliver this Tuesday. On yesterday's scorecard, we rode in with a doozy. Three-time Olympian Shane Rose stood down and potentially facing a ban from the Paris Games for wearing a Borat-inspired mankini during an equestrian event. They're not that comfortable, I'll tell you. It's a bit disappointing someone can do this, but we live in a, in a strange world these days. It may seem comical, but there's no horsing around. Equestrian Australia board member Tim Palmer told Seven he quit over the way it's been handled. I've tendered my resignation from the board of EA effective immediately. While bareback riding may not be sanitary, thankfully, sanity has prevailed. The chief of Equestrian Australia, Darren Goucher, says Rose is free to ride on. There was found to be no breach of our code of conduct or his athlete agreement. We'll leave the final word on this to the inspiration behind the outrage, Borat. He's very nice. And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. That awkward and underwhelming congratulations from NBA Commissioner Adam Silver to the record-breaking Eastern Conference team pretty much sums up the feeling toward the All-Star game. What's the point? The East cracking the 200-point mark, beating the West 211-186 to in a scoreline that more closely resembles a T20 match. But while T20 has been accused of hit and giggle, at least they compete. These walking multi-millionaire basketballers don't even try and defend. Now, in some ways, you can mount the argument, why should they? It's a long season, 82 games plus playoffs. Why risk injury with a few months until the postseason? Fair enough, then don't have the game. If only they could show the same level of passion as one of Australia's greatest ever to lace up a pair of sneakers, Andrew Gaze, who on his SEN radio show spelled out exactly how all Hoops fans are feeling. It was putrid. (laughs) And sure, you saw some flashy guys running the basket and dunking it, but you Watch the dunk contest then. It is an indictment on the the game, and it's an indictment on the concept. The concept, it may have been something that was worthwhile in another time, Mm. but right now, it is hard to watch. Anyone with a a modicum, not even a lot, just a smidge of competitive instinct would be disgusted. To underline Gazy's point, here's a list of things that are more competitive than the NBA's All-Star game. My two dogs wrestling over a toy, scrambling for a seat on a train during peak hour, snaring Taylor Swift tickets, a thumb war. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport. Hit subscribe so you don't miss the F each morning. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.